0: And at that moment, she didn't have to be baptized, you know, before the, uh, the wedding because she was already Catholic and the were Catholic. But she was baptized after the wedding in spaghetti sauce. <laughs> <laughs> so she became a born again Italian. <laughs> 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 so our family is very proud, including my Irish mother, of our Italian heritage, and uh, food is a great part of that heritage. Spaghetti is the
1: source and summit of the family. And, uh, <laughs> in Italy,
0: yeah. <laughs> Will you drive down the highway or riding a horse at the office doing counting, or making coffee or shoveling dirt, or well, maybe you're sick at home.
2: To a special bonus edition with a bonus opening song that I didn't wow. even know we had until Did you today hear that guitar That's Easter egg right <laughs> there. That was wild from from the legendary Dave Moore, who was on probably episode two or four or something yeah. like that yeah. for us. Oh my goodness. Welcome to the Beatitudes, a podcast for Christian men seeking to grow in holiness as they walk arm in arm with one each o- one another on our way to eternity. One each other. One each other. I'm just gonna say words. Words out of my face. Um <laughs> <laughs> My name is is Paul Kolker, one of your hosts, and I'm joined as always by Nicholas Besner. What's going on? And Jeffrey Sheeflebleen. Disco baby. <laughs> That's it. All right, and uh, we're we're back with none other than Doctor Italy himself. If you missed the previous episode, you need to uh, go check that out because we learned a lot about the life of prayer, the the life of Doctor D'Ambrosio himself, and and how he. Found his way from music into theology, into being an evangelist. So many wonderful things that he's done. Leading pilgrimages, all that good stuff. So go back, like that episode, share it, subscribe, all of that good stuff. But allow me to welcome back Dr. Italy.
1: Yeah, all right, Dr. Italy.
2: It
0: is a pleasure and a privilege. Oh, thank you. It. There there it pretty <laughs> late applause. <laughs> well, yeah,
2: yeah. I love that it also sounds like water babbling down a brook. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, so I think um, we got to know kind of your career life and some of your prayer life and things like that last time. But we also heard little, little bits and pieces about how much your family is doing and how much your family means to you. So t- tell us more about this big Italian Catholic family <laughs> that, we've, that we've heard a little bit about.
0: Well, first, I have a confession to make. Uh-oh. My mother's maiden name was Patty Carey. Uh-oh. Blue eyes, Ooh. blonde hair. but She sounds German. Actually, you no. know, she's as, as Irish as can <laughs> be it, uh, genetically. But when she married my father, it was like my big, fat Greek wedding, <laughs> only as a big, fat Italian wedding. And at that moment, she didn't have to be baptized, you know, before the, uh, the wedding because she was already Catholic and the college Catholic. But she was baptized after the wedding in spaghetti sauce. <laughs> so she became a born-again Italian. <laughs> so our family is very proud, including my Irish mother, of our Italian heritage. And uh, food is a great part of that heritage. Spaghetti is
1: the source and summit of the family.
0: <laughs> in Italy, yeah. So, honestly, you know what? Praying together is really key, but eating together is really key, too. And, uh, you know, uh, Eucharist is the center of our life. It's a sacrifice, but it's a meal. And Mm. it doesn't really make a lot of sense if if meals aren't really central in our life together. And in America, it's not the case. So I think one of our strategies was we're going to make a daily meal uh, important where we actually talk to one another. No phone, no media, no television. And, um, you know, I think that's been a pretty important part of our life, honestly.
1: Do you know, one time you invited me to your house, me and my wife, Uh, we got a babysitter and came up there, and you live what you're saying. Everybody knew their role. Everybody was cooking, setting, hosting. We have an incredible conversation, not just, and I know because you all know the D'Ambrosias, but if you don't know this family, it's not just that we sat around like, how was your day? There was questions in the meal. There was uh, almost like, facilitated but not forced conversation. And so it was really, like, growing and building. And then afterwards, we did the Liturgy of the Hours and bust out the guitar. And I was like, I want this for my family. So I think I became Italiano that night. Aha, like, beautiful, beautiful. Born <laughs> again. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Just let it go. Yeah. Hey, so... Um, You wrote five books. How many kids do you have?
0: Just by coincidence, (laughs) I have five. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, among Arabs, and we we hang around with Arabs a lot because go to the Holy Land, and people don't know this, but there are a lot of Arab Christians. The Christians there are Arabs, you know? And you're known, once you have a child, a father is no longer called by his first name. He's called Abu, Abu. which means father of. Mm. And then you have the Mm. child's name. Usually it's a firstborn son. But since I have five children, I don't want to be play favorites. Sure. I'm a father of five. Abu Hamza. So that's me over there. Abu Hamza. I'm Dr. Italy here. I'm over there. I'm Abu Hamza. You yeah. can find him on abuhamza.com. <laughs> Slash apostrophe. <laughs> father of five. Yeah. Go back to the Slash previous apost- episode
2: <laughs> to catch Jeff's joke. That was great.
1: All right. The twins came in which part of this stack? The twins, Anthony and March. Leigh- they the are the team. leadoff hitters.
0: We All had right, no lead-off. prep. We had no... Practice. Straight into twins. It was straight into twins. Yeah. Every kid after that must have been. It was a piece of cake. Yeah. <laughs> it,
2: it was. If it's not two, it's easy. Yep.
1: <laughs> I think we've uh, we featured Anthony on here. We talk about them a lot. What's going on? What is? Where in the world are the other three? What are
0: they up to? They're all rather extraordinary mm-hmm. in, in their own way. Uh, number number three, the, the oldest daughter is Marisa, and Marisa, um, I, I was friends. I wrote a couple of books with Ascension Press, you mm-hmm. know, and so. I introduced Marisa. She happened to live near there. She married a guy from up in Pennsylvania, so I introduced her to the the owner at the time, Matt Pinto, of Ascension, and uh, she became a personal assistant. He he really recognized she was a gifted gal. But what happened was they they needed someone to do podcasts, so she, she did a podcast, and pretty soon she made uh, she became manager of the media department and made the media department really. Mm. So she's kind of right hand gal to. Father Mike Smith and Jeff Caven's and, and Ted, Ted Sri, she does their, their podcast, but also all the videos on Ascension Presents. You know, that's her department. Bible in a year, Catechism in a year. Heard of um, it. Father, <laughs> Father Mike is, it, obviously, he's really special. Sure, uh, yeah, yeah. But he never would have really got those things happening without uh, Marisa and her team oh, yeah? putting it together for cool. him. So um, uh, we're really proud of, of that work. Again, you know, I, I, I think it's really important for us to be maximizing all forms of media and proclaiming the gospel and I think Ascension has just done an amazing job with uh, with video and with with uh, with podcasts I mean it's uh, I think Babylon a Year was number 1 podcast in the world for a while yep. even beat yeah. Joe Rogan on certain days you know yep. which is pretty uh, like it, Pretty astounding. Yeah, he has know. a big audience. That's pretty huge. Pretty astounding. Yeah.
2: Well, and now you, you hear all these stories, too, about different celebrities and stuff who have tuned into to Bible in a year, even though they're not Catholic. Isn't and
0: that amazing? Yeah. Yeah, it's really it's, beautiful. It's wild. God is, God is great. Well, I mean, when I think
1: about the quality of what they put together and the vision that Ascension had and then the team, your daughter, making this come to life... There's so many people that have tried to find the alternative non-catholic version and they keep coming back like, "Oh, this is actually really good." Yeah. <laughs> so, there's something beautiful about that because it's not about fighting over doctrine or dogma. It's about experiencing something with Father Mike reflecting on it
0: for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Father Mike is is so so welcoming. He's so uh, somebody that I think just about everybody can relate to. It doesn't matter you don't have to be Catholic no. and it's not a conservative, you know, liberal thing or Catholic-Protestant, you know, thing. I mean, you just find Christ in hanging out with Father Mike and with these with these great podcasts. My
1: father-in-law wanted to make sure I told Father Mike that he subscribed when I got a chance to meet him. And I was like, I will tell him. I'm absolutely. <laughs> but uh, that, it's a big deal. My father-in-law does all of his driving across Texas listening to Father Mike. That's He's funny. not yeah. Catholic. He just loves the way that that is produced. Yeah. So...
0: Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, what, so happy.
1: I I feel like your family is dominating Catholic media <laughs> all of a sudden. Yeah, wait a minute. It's not oh. even fair. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> You've
2: cornered the market. Well, yeah,
0: yeah. It, well, I, I'm really grateful for for all the kids. The other, the the, the, the last two, Christina, um, sh- she is. Uh, it's interesting. My kids um, decided they were going to form an association. Okay, so. They have a council, you know, the, the, the D'Ambrosio Kids Conference, and, and oh, we're I not see. really, we're really not invited, myself and Susan, but I, they do various things. They do, they make resolutions, they pass laws, and you know, I yeah, love yeah. this. So they they decided that um, they were going to each get a very modest tattoo. Now, I know tattoos are a little bit strange, you know, for a lot of people, but anyway, they're going to do this, and it was going to be a single word that really nailed the virtue in Latin that most characterizes the, these children, or a saying, you know, something that really describes them. And so um, each of them got a, you know, got this, so. The same it, one for each kid no, or it, different it, one for each kid? It, yeah, it, it was different for each kid, okay. but but it, it was the siblings who decided what it was gonna be. So each sibling could not decide their own. Ah, it's, it's like, like other, giving yourself they, a nickname. Yeah. Their four yeah. siblings had to decide that. Cool. So, uh, um, Marisa's was uh, sapiencia, wisdom, mm, which is really okay. her character. Uh, Christina's was misericordia, which is mercy. And Christina is just doing an awesome job in helping to teach um, engineers how to relate to people. Yeah. Before that, she was a target, <laughs> trying to, uh, as an, you know, Merciful. working at, at personal relationships in, in business. So being 11 in the workplace, yeah. and uh, Nick, the youngest, his, his word was ingenium which means ingenious. He's an engineer. He became an engineer after this, hmm. but he's- How are his social skills? He, he, amazing social <laughs> skills, Okay, is, good. yeah, yeah. So, so he's, he's, you know, kind of managing a department at GM um, nice. and doing an amazing job there. Um, and, and just, re- he, he plays drums, uh, does an awesome job in worship music. Um, and it, we just discovered he has a great gift at public speaking. So we just heard him um, give a talk, which was really moving in a very difficult circumstance. Hmm. So anyway, I'm really, really, really proud of all of them. And the way they're serving the Lord in different kinds of ways, some really out front in ministry kinds of things and others, you know, in the workplace, uh, in in a secular environment.
2: I love that, though, because it's it demonstrates that whole idea of many parts, one body. Right. So that all the different charisms, the different gifts that the Holy Spirit gives, but they all serve the church. And so, I mean, and, and your kids are living that out in their each of their own ways. Yes. That's incredible.
1: Dr. Italy, I consider you to still be a busy man. We joked, we were walking down the hall, we ran into an old friend of yours who booked you for a talk 25 years ago and you both were recalling it like it was yesterday. (laughs) And who you became friends with because of that talk, how he had originally come to know you. It was Mike Murray and I'm sitting here like, whoa, y'all are blowing my mind right now. But um, I can't remember the last show we did a couple minutes (laughs) ago. So what's interesting to me is the question, because I see this faith, Thread and this family centeredness, almost this center of gravity that you've built. Any advice you give to busy professionals? Oh, the, re- the point about the Mike Murray thing was you said you had, he said Are you were tired, and you're like, yeah, I'm mean, going to have three jobs. <laughs> 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 that was your answer, uh, which is true. What is the advice or the, the wisdom you can depart on the younger generation? We're all so quote unquote busy all the time. And you heard my other prayer last time how do we stay present? How do we build that? which we want for our spousal relationship in our community and with our our kids.
0: Yeah. I just think that the most important thing is daily prayer and committing yourself to daily prayer. And I I think that it's not just saying um, a a few prayers, but if at all possible, listening. Now, after the twins were born, my, my hour a day of quiet prayer turned into one decade of the rosary walking around the block after the 5 a.m. feeding to try to stay awake so I mean there are times in your life when it's kind of hard to have listening prayer but anyway I I think that that's you can't really love your spouse if you're not plugged in to the Lord and and you can't really love your kids and and, Mm. and have any hope of of really (laughs) imparting to them what they need if you're not being fed by your relationship with he's divine uh, we're just branches you know so I know it's hard. It's hard mm-hmm. and but it's it's really key. I think it's clutch.
1: I gotta brag on these guys. I was re listening to one of the Beatitudes episodes that recently came out and we were talking about uh, not misusing the Holy Spirit by saying, like, God told me we're supposed to get married. So, you know, like, yeah. like you're putting somebody else in a weird Call spot. Call a prompting from the Holy Spirit. Exactly. <laughs> but what with the eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what was embedded also in that same conversation was this part of seeking to ask somebody, what is the Holy Spirit uh, moving them? You know, when they're mm-hmm. in prayer, what is God revealing to them, and especially with their spouse, right? And so with all the stuff that we have going on, just recently I Amanda was asking me something I said well I actually have a question for you I've seen you praying a lot you're doing an incredible job on evening rosaries like what is moving inside of you and every word out of her mouth after that I was like yep this is exactly what I needed to hear why didn't I ask this earlier how come I'm not you know both praying deeper on my own yeah but engaging that it's not just my prayers I'm in this mm. sacramental relationship with mm. my wife this covenant that I need to ask her, what is God doing in her life and in her prayer to build this, this unit that we have, this family, this thing. So thank you guys for creating a podcast that is really just for well, me. <laughs> <laughs> that,
2: I've been reading, that's awesome. I've been reading um, a Matthew Kelly, 33 Days to Eucharistic Glory yeah. is the name of the book. And the last reflection was just this town in Bosnia, that's very Catholic and has been persecuted for a long time. But every, it's, they've never had a divorce in the town history. Wow. Like thousands of years. 30,000 people live there. And at the marriage ceremony, they have a like crucifix and they kiss the crucifix before they kiss each other. Oh, wow. And it becomes like the center of their home. And it becomes just like, it's just this like amazing story of like, well, there's your answer.
1: That's so beautiful. Yeah
2: centering it on the right thing right yeah wow.
1: you know we're trying to find a way so this is this we're just sharing here yeah. now, dr. Italy but uh the baby comes on Wednesday on Tuesday night we're having a priest that we're very close to come over to the house to do some anointings because she's going through a c-section and then to give confession to everybody who's in us uh, of age or ready for confession and then just hang out but what's interesting is you know years ago I would have said no, no no Tuesday night is when all the in-laws are coming and all the family's gonna be there and I would have like carved out a different mm-hmm. time that was less convenient but more convenient because you don't have the family but we've gotten to this place in our faith of like no let's let everybody see like the part that is the f- source and summit is Jesus Christ our relationship there and of course going into a very special day in a state of grace to the best of our ability so pretty pretty powerful okay l- keep dropping this wisdom on us you've got doctor in front of your name <laughs> I want more wisdom about um, well I would I'd take this one of two ways one Um, really about maybe a reflection on places that you either, uh, you know that what you and Susan set out to do and and the way God worked through you has uh, had an impact. And or for all of us who are just going deeper into our journey, is there anything that you're teaching or sharing with people that, you know, you think about these Catholics that, okay, prayer, I hear you, but maybe they're struggling with the Eucharist. Maybe they're struggling with um, uh, understanding the depth of what's available to them in the Catholic Church. So I'm kind of just, Giving this back to you, Dr. Italy, Catholic Distance University uh, professor.
2: CDU.edu.
1: Yes, also a Beatitudes fellow. We just got this news. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, wow. Uh, um. on. Yeah. Coming in off the wire. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> awesome. Congratulations
1: <laughs> on your fellowship. Thank you so much. Yeah. The, f- the floor is all yours, doctor.
0: Well, I'm just going to say that it, every uh, it is a journey. We're fo- Following the Lord is a journey. And if you're listening to the Spirit, there's going to be different moments, different phases. And... Mary has always been important in my life um, because she's our mother. You know, and I I love the last episode, we closed with Hail Holy Queen. You know, in in Compline, she kind of tucks us in. Mama tucks us in Mm. before before bed. It's kind of like, really, what's going on? But anyway, um, this past year, uh, I I felt a renewed call to pray the rosary daily and and enter into the meditation of the rosary. And I just want to make this point. The rosary is, is primarily a meditative contemplative prayer. And just to to say the the prayers, you really kind of—it's kind of like it's tapping your foot to the the, the rhythm of Mm -hmm. the thing. It's really what the prayers are. Really, the melody, which you're supposed to focus on, is the mysteries. Mm -hmm. So um, anyway, my point is I've been walking— uh, doing prayer walks, rosary walks, and, and, and kind of working on the mysteries. And it's just amazing the that, that deeper and new insights the Lord has been giving me and the way he's been speaking to me through the rosary meditation. But I'm just going to encourage everybody. There's a little book called The Scriptural Rosary, and uh, I don't publish it, but I think I've sold or given away more than anybody on the face of mm-hmm. the earth. Um, but it helped make the rosary make sense to me. For the uh, it was so boring to me as a child. And the, the scriptural rosary puts a scripture text between each Hail Mary. Anyway, um, cool. you can get it uh, uh, online. You can get it on my website and stuff. I'm going to write a new one actually uh, this year. It's kind of like my cool. thing that I'm, I want to do is uh, the fruit of my prayer is to write this uh, med- th- this little scriptural rosary that'll bring people the people more deeply into the rosary as a form of contemplative. Or, mm. Uh, meditative prayer rather than just a vocal prayer. Anyway, so that's just a little thing I just want to share uh, that's personal because it's it. coming from that's where great. I'm at right now in my life. Yeah. Well, and I love that
2: you lead pilgrimages, and then you've also now emphasized, I think twice in this episode, talking about going on a rosary walk or mm-hmm. a prayer mm-hmm. walk. Right. So it's like a small uh, a piccolo uh, pilgrimage. Exactly. In, in your day. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it actually is. It's a beautiful thing. It's awesome. Piccolo. <laughs> Piccolo.
2: Small, small. I was trying to speak a little Italian to Dr. Italy, you know.
1: Yeah, I, I know, like Mia Bella, and that's not going to work here. So <laughs> The uh, I want to tell you a really cool story that's happened in my house today. I All have right? a 17-month-old daughter. She was born on the Feast of Mary's Queenship. So we named her a name that matches. We named her Avalon Maria, and if you drop the line, it's Ave Maria. Okay, that's... That just happened, right? I didn't plan that. I didn't even know it was going to be a girl, but this is what happened. Now, this little girl is sweet and stubborn and smart and unbelievable, and she won't kiss Daddy. Like, no matter what, she loves me. She grabs me. She loves her brothers and sisters. She won't give out kisses. She's stubborn with it. She kisses every single image or statue of Mary ever. Wow. Wow. And my proof is I just got back from the shrine of Our Lady of La Leche in Florida. And I pull out an ornament they gave me for speaking, and I show it to my wife. And Avelyn comes over, grabs it, kisses the box, and starts pulling. And when I open it, she holds it, and she kisses it. I'm like, now, Daddy. And she would just hug me. And then she would kiss Mama Mary and sit in my lap. And I have pictures. She's wow. like running around the house, kissing Mary. And when, and when it was the nativity scenes, she would kiss Mary and be like, now, Dada. She's like, Nope. <laughs> Hard know, pass. Try again. <laughs> don't <laughs> get me some veggie straws, dude. <laughs> but I think there's something supernatural happening in this. That's beautiful. That um, I couldn't have created, but uh, I am loving every second of it. So That's incredible. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't we do this? Dr. Lee, why don't you lead us out in a prayer? And uh, I'm putting you on the spot because that's what we do on the Be How to Do. Is the Holy Spirit's in control, and you're the guest. So lead us out in a prayer. And uh, let's remind everybody before we do that. How can people stay in touch with you and to follow the work of
0: the Crossroads Initiative? Yeah, go to DrItaly.com. And I don't know when this when the podcast is going to be shown or you know, uh, no, by the last week hey, of February. Yeah. Hey, so guess what? I mm-hmm. have a free lenten download for anybody who comes to the site, signs up for my email. So it's a free ebook awesome. on on lent. So yeah. So it's DrItaly.com. There all right, can and we get that book?
2: The, wait, and real quick, that's DR Italy. That's right. Yeah, so abbreviated doctor. That's right. Not abbreviated that, doctor Italy. Yes, that's it. It's all spelled out. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's really confusing. I shouldn't have said that.
1: We've made the internet so confusing with the Beatitudes. <laughs> Turns out most people don't know that word. So Wow. Yeah. yeah
2: SEO, Shame. Is, it's hard to fight Beatitude on the SEO rankings.
1: I, 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 I
0: feel for you. <laughs> <laughs> feel for you, you know. Good luck, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. uh, do you mind taking I'm us out of prayer? All right. all right. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Father, thank you so much for the season of Lent that we've entered into. We ask you to guide us through this time of pilgrimage with Christ, who goes into the desert receiving after receiving the Holy Spirit to do battle with the enemy. We pray that you help us to do battle against forces of evil in our own lives and in our world through prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. We pray that you would prepare us. We pray that you would just uh, stimulate our appetite for the feast that Easter is and the feast, the wedding feast that heaven is. We make our prayer through Christ our Lord.
1: Amen. 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 Thank you, Dr. Italy. Ladies and gentlemen, we will journey through this rest of Lent with you, and we will ask St. Maximilian Kolbe to pray pray for us. And then the rest of you, we will
2: see you in the Eucharist.
0: Eucharist. Gotcha! What? I don't know.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to join us at our undersized table, subscribe to the video version of the show on YouTube by typing at... That's the symbol at, so shift and two on your keyboard, at the underscore Beatitudes on YouTube. We'll see you there. This podcast is part of the Spoke Street Network. For more great podcasts, visit Spokestreet.com.